Goodbye diets and hello sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. I binge when no one is around. There was a comment on my TikTok where someone had said, I wait until everyone leaves the house and then I go and binge. And I thought, wow, this is definitely something that I've personally experienced and that I know others to experience as well. I want to break down maybe what is happening here. I think it's twofold. Of course, there's some shame and embarrassment to wanting to binge, especially if you've planned it out and you've been excited about it and you're looking forward to allowing yourself those foods. Or probably it's one of those effort days and already you're not feeling great or you had something that you shouldn't have, quote unquote, and you're ready to really let loose at the end of the day. I see that happening. The other thing that I see happening is when everyone is gone, it's almost a little bit lonely. And so the food is comforting when everyone is gone and you're the one left um, in the house. And perhaps your binges are a nightly thing or it's more frequent than you would like it to be. And it's almost like your body has made a habit out of it. This might apply to only some of you. And if you think about even your sleep cycle, you know, if you have a very regular routine, you go to bed at 10 and then you wake up at 7, your body is used to it. And so it basically syncs up. You know, you feel sleepy around that time. And so you go to sleep. Um, the desire and your body signals have synced. But then take jet lag. Say you came back from vacation and on vacation, the hours were completely different from your home hours. And so although after getting back home, you want to sleep at 10 p.m., your body is not syncing up with it. Your body is not sleepy. It wants to sleep at, let's just say, say 3 a.m. And so can you see how your desire and your body signals aren't synced up? So when it comes to trying to stop the cycle, right, trying to stop the nightly binges, I think in the beginning, it feels so tough. You feel stuck and you might be feeling stuck because you want to do the thing of eating normally and eating regular meals, you know, regular filling meals throughout the day, but your body is used to doing most of the eating at night. And so it doesn't actually want the food earlier in the day because it's used to doing it in a different pattern. So kind of like, like jet lag, when you're recovering from jet lag, there's that awkward middle period where you just want to force function it, but it just takes a little bit of time. So I can guarantee that some of you might be feeling uncomfortable at the thought of eating more normally and not restricting because what's going to end up happening is you're not going to feel hungry during the day. So you think, oh, but my body isn't hungry. I'm intuitively eating. But really your body is just used to it and is expecting the majority of its calories later in the day. So you kind of want to introduce a new way of doing things slowly. Maybe it's bulking up your lunch a little bit more. Maybe then bulking up breakfast and then adding a snack. As you do it gradually, your body will get used to the fact that, oh, I'm eating more earlier in the day. I don't have to get as hungry later in the day and it'll naturally adjust. Now I'm saying this and it sounds easy, but again, it's not. It feels really weird in the beginning. It feels like your body isn't doing what it should, but it's just trying to get used to it like jet lag. So give it some time. 
And then going back to the shame piece, right? I wait until everyone is gone. I wonder if you could create a different sort of environment for yourself. I wonder if you can take yourself out of that environment. I know it's kind of silly now that it's getting cold and it's turning fall slash winter and it's not realistic to go outdoors and do something at night, but I'm wondering if you could do something more fulfilling. Um, Maybe it's doing a stimulating hobby. Perhaps it's working on a side hustle or painting or doing things with your hands and your brain instead of maybe a passive activity like watching TV. So changing the environment a little bit where it's not just maybe on the couch in front of the TV. Or maybe it is going to a cafe at night and doing some reading there with a hot cup of tea so that you're not alone, you're with others kind of in a passive way. So how can you basically creatively restructure your trigger environment so it's not as triggering essentially? So changing things up a little bit And I imagine that you'll be a little bit more fulfilled when you do more active activities. These active activities help you use multiple senses at once. And so you don't have to rely on the kind of taste sense to be a stimulant. So give that a shot. And I have a thought question for you, which is when your roommates are around or when your family is around at home, how do you eat then? And why is it different? I have a feeling that you're less checked out when there are other people around you. You might be a little bit more aware of your bodily signals, but when you're alone, you're probably more likely to turn off those signals and push past physical discomfort. So maybe take a moment to reflect on if there's a difference and maybe there's value in channeling more of that sort of physical check-in even when you're alone and eating. I think a lot of us are a little bit more self-conscious when others are around. That, to some degree, is maybe positive because you're checking in with your body more. Perhaps you can use that aspect of it in your solo eating. But otherwise, you should never have to feel ashamed or guilty for eating. I think the shame and embarrassment only comes up because you know you're eating for emotional comfort and not for physical reasons. And maybe others would think that you were weird or a little odd for doing that. But know that you're taking care of yourself in a way. You know, know that you're trying to cope with emotions in your own way. It's not a positive or a negative. You're just trying to do the best that you can with the resources that you have. So know that it's one coping mechanism, but there are a whole bunch of other coping mechanisms to get you through the night. And just like how we diversify our investment portfolio, we diversify our coping portfolio so that not everything is in this one bucket. So hopefully that helps. And I'm actually thinking about bringing on maybe one of you guys, uh, a listener, to do a live coaching session during a podcast episode. So if you're interested in being recorded and also getting like a 20, 30 minute free coaching session, please DM me podcast on my Instagram and we can set something up. I imagine it'll be fun to get to know one of you guys on a more intimate level And, you know, you can get the experience of what nutrition counseling is like and help others see that, you know, it's not as scary and it's actually really quite profound. So DM me again, podcast, and I'll talk to you guys next week.